0: And I must keep running, 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 and running, running, and running, running, and running, and running, and running, running, Everybody and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast. This is episode 241, and we're going to be talking a bunch of books tonight that came out today. Actually, as I'm recording this Wednesday, November 25th, so we have four books that we're going to be talking about tonight. But before we go into that, let me tell you a little bit about where you can find us. You can go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics if you follow us. We will follow you back, 100% follow-back policy. And if for some reason I don't follow you back, let me know, because then I will. Uh, I think that that is a courtesy deal that I think everybody should be down with. We also have a website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, where we have reviews, news, and previews of all of the books that come out each and every week. And we also have a Patreon account, com slash weirdscience, where you can support us for all three Podcasts we have on this feed the regular one that you're listening to now the star wars one that comes out on a saturday night and the x-men one that comes out monday night also if you do join up plenty of other shows as well you get a ton of other shows one of the things that we do is a patreon only podcast each and every week that is a spotlight on two of the books that come out that week picked by the badasses of the get fresh crew beep boop On a poll, if you're on the badass level, you get to choose from the list of all the books. And the top two end up making the Patreon-only Spotlight podcast. And this week, the Badasses picked Power Pack number 1, which I talked with Clay about and I loved. And also Shang-Chi number 3, which normally I talk to Brandon, but he's not allowed near that book. He's not allowed near it. So I'm going to be talking about that uh, myself. I have not actually read it at this point. I'm going to read it right after this and record it. So I can't tell you that I loved it, hated it or down the middle. But Power Pack I did really, really love until at the end I was reminded, oh yeah, Outlawed is a thing. And if you've been listening, you know that that's not my thing, right? But we're going to go off to this. We're going to start off with me and Clay talking the latest Spider-Man issue. And it is an LR issue. And it's kind of the thing that I was afraid would end up happening with the LR issues. Kind of comes to roost here, but let's go to the review and see what we thought about it. All right, we're going to start things off with my man, Clay. How are you doing, Clay? I'm doing pretty well. Awesome. And we're going to be doing a book that we've been covering, you know, The Amazing Spider-Man, and it is one of the LR issues. It's number 53.LR and yeah, we'll we'll get into this in a second about how this one <laughs> we've been pretty positive about the LR issues that that kind of dips a little here. But we have our reasons. It's written by Nick Spencer, and Matthew Rosenberg, art by Frederico Vicentini and Takeshi Maezawa. It's also got inks by Frederico Vicentini and Takashi, uh, Takashi. I'm, I'm having problems. Uh, Mayazawa and Scott Hanna and colors by Marcel Menes and Eric Arsienega, and letters by V.C.'s Ariana Mayer. A lot of people involved in this. Peter struck a deal with Kindred to free his friends, but it came at a terrible personal cost. Now the Order has teamed up with Doctor Strange, and together they entered the astral plane where they hope to find the demon that possessed them and save Spider-Man. Meanwhile, the Senator is believing the spiders be possessed by sin, is on a crusade to destroy them, and isn't anybody, everybody has some sort of sins, right? And that's where I get this. And I think that that's Sin Eater's I'm always like, yeah, I'm not a bad guy, whatever, but everybody has sins, so I'll just go after everyone. But he had set up the deal with Morloon and pretty much a sacrifice, a feast for him. The weird thing about this is as we go in, and I do like this part, it's just a weird deal of, you know, Sin Eater trying to discover or figure out, well, what is your sin? And, and then it just ends up being gluttony. I'm like, I don't think that we need to go that far to find the sins of Marlon. But, you know, you end up with that. And this whole issue seems to, at points, rush by too quickly for things that I want, which would be Sin Eater and the stuff with Marloon, to get to the order of the web that really kind of meanders a bit and doesn't really do much, but what did you think?
1: Yeah, like, it's really odd, you know, we we I think the the biggest part for us is that we what's the word? Uh, Predicted I guess the right word would be uh, that the LR books would really center around the order of the web, and the parts that we are enjoying are Sin Eater, and I almost wanted to say that if this book cut out all of the order of the web people. I think it would have been a great issue. I agree. It's weird. If if they would have elaborated on some of it with, you know, the lost pages of all the stuff in this dreamscape, it would have been a much better read than what we got.
0: Yeah. Because we even said when the order of the web went into the dreamscape, obviously Peter and Kindred are not there anymore. So I I was confused of what they were going to do anyway. And I thought, well they're just going to end up fighting again and and really since these lr issues you've had the order of the web being possessed by the sins and the demons from kindred and then ending up then in this dreamscape doing that they haven't really done anything it's it's as if you have this lr book with The order of the web, at least, being just there, like, on the... They're waiting for the game to begin. You know, maybe it's halftime at this... And you're waiting for them to go. It seems like it's a placeholder until they're going to be needed for the big, big things. And like you said, the progression... And the, the neat stuff is what Sin Eater is doing. And we didn't even know Sin Eater. I, I thought he was dead. So him being here doing this is interesting to me as he is now trying to get more And I actually thought, oh, no, they're going to kill Sin Eater, because more seems to really be able to just take him down and even says where Stan's sitting there saying to himself. Man, I didn't expect this. And he's like, I- I'm scared. And that was cool. I really liked seeing that. And he he gets desperate. He's throwing grenades. Marloon's taunting him like grenades. You really think that's going to be? You kind of see that it's all a dupe because the gun that he has, he also has another one set up with a string that he can pull. It, it kind of was goofy in it, my it mind. It was a little
1: goofy, and it ended really quickly. Like I I understand that uh, with the Sin Eater's powers, you know, for however long he's had them, he's been able to take people out really quickly. But it almost seemed as though he was really preparing for a really big fight. And this wasn't a big fight at all. It makes it more
0: that feel when then you go off to the order of the web and the dreamscape and don't do much of anything. And you had a great point before we started, which I'm going to leave, obviously, for you. But with this whole order of the web, you continue like the the conversation. Uh, Julia is talking to Gwen. Uh, Hey, uh, there, it must be tough for you to be Gwen in this steel. But we had this. This is it's not even a great recap
1: of what we had it's really funny because you know gwen is always tired of people uh, comparing her to the gwen of this earth and they keep having the same conversation about it so gwen has got to be like really frustrated like like, this conversation literally comes up in almost every lr issue
0: every every issue and then even the idea where I want to see, you're in this, you know, dreamscape. You end up having the thing where Dr. Strange, oh, it's it's there's something wrong here. This isn't how it was before. You get the editor's note deal. But also last issue of the LR, we had that, you know, the cliffhanger that, it, oh my God, Mary Jane in there. Then I started thinking maybe it's a weird Julia in there once I started, but it, it seemed to be Mary Jane. But even then, I want to get to this. And, and so when you end up having Julia and Gwen talking, I'm like, I'm getting, I'm in Gwen's shoes now. I'm like, I'm sick of it. I've heard this before. And then the idea of, well, it's in Peter's nature to save. Please, if we're this far into a series and a story like this, if you don't know that it's in Peter's nature to save people, then I don't know what's going on. I don't need that reminder. Then to see a mystical, you know, freaking sniper scope on Julia, who I think also this was just to point out Julia can see things coming up so that she could avoid this but you didn't need this whole i don't need to be reminded she can avoid things just to avoid things because
1: this whole thing just felt like nothing well i this is where it kind of got convoluted because yes she can see things but gwen was the one that saved her but also they split up but when they fight in their like separate areas they talk to each other as if they're right in the same area again so it it got very confusing for me. Yeah, and and all this in this is this dreamscape, it got confusing
0: to me as well because they go and and Doctor Strange says, you know, oh, you know, and just out of whatever, they're not here, you know, Peter, this demon, they're not here. They must have went somewhere else. Maybe we can find the portal that they took. I, in my mind, like, I don't know, that seems like a lot of jumping to conclusions. So he is Doctor
1: Strange, but. This issue then relies on him being Doctor Strange. Yeah, my biggest problem with this is the fact that, you know, in and it it happens very rarely. It it's not something that happens a whole lot, but it's very rare that a guest star in a book kind of shows up the main characters. This being an amazing Spider-Man tie-in, of course, we know that the order of the web would be the main characters. And Doctor Strange is too much of the Trump card here because he's the one that's end up that ends up fighting these demons that ends up being the uh the big hero and these order of the web doesn't do anything like you you hardly even see them fight you see them run away from majority of the dodging problems. and running and
0: yeah. and with that too we're here for the story and maybe it's just because you know you had the Eater Morloon stuff to start it out That is important. That seems big. It was cool. And then you go into this dreamscape where you know that nothing really is going to happen because Peter and they're not there. So all of a sudden having a giant demon kingpin didn't really excite me. This was not a wow moment in my mind. And then, like you said, then they're just running and trying to get away. But even with this deal, you kind of forget how cool the characters you have in this order of the web because you don't really get anything from them. And what really disappointed me
1: was the fact that there was, she even says it, there is two Ghostbusters references and I didn't even enjoy them because of the book. I didn't either. And, and
0: what got me here is you do have the order of the web. You do have like miles, silk, you know, all this going on. And instead of going and actually, you know, in my mind, Going through this dreamscape and realizing because this is Peter's deal, realizing that there is some real big trouble with Peter, and maybe using this as a way that the Order of the Web can actually see into. The troubles that Pete has and the Troubles that he's been going through to really Solidify the idea that we have to save Him that we have to do but having A giant demon king going, well, What's that the state of No 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 stop I don't need The Ghostbusters references though I usually Love them like you said but I, You're not doing anything but Trying to make wow moments that aren't And then Miles just gets tossed aside And just says uh, guys I think I found our And at first, I didn't even know that he was saying that that was the portal they had to go through because it didn't even really like yeah, one. No, I thought it was like the little blare of tar pits that suddenly moved to you know off the deal, or the demons were coming out of that and that would stop it. You do get the idea, but nothing's really well spelled out. Even when they're like, "Oh no, zombies of May Parker," I'm like, oh, whatever. I, what's going on? It's it just this isn't doing anything for me for the story. And then, like you said, Dr. Strange says, I will handle this. You know, when Mary Jane comes out and she's and and the idea of this, you know, I said, yes, that that is kind of a big deal with the whole, you know, one more day and stuff like that. Her coming out. But she just turns into a hideous looking demon. And then Dr. Strange, I'll take care of this. You guys go and find Peter.
1: When she turns into the demon, he says, I knew it. And I was like, yeah, is this something that we're supposed to? (laughs) like recognized? do we know who this demon is like what does that even mean and and you know what's funny about that i'm glad you brought that up because how
0: i took it is like okay mary jane walks out of a you know an alleyway and, and talking gibberish pretty much to herself and then when dr strange reveals it's a de- i knew you were, i'm like really like of course you knew this. <laughs> Everybody else has been there. It's been <laughs> demons. What did you think that she ended up going and she has her own hand of a shanti? Where would you get the idea that Mary Jane could possibly go into this dreamscape and that it might have maybe been a day. De- you know what it is, you idiot. And then basically you guys get out of here. You know, you guys go and, yeah, you said it. Then you end up just having the order of the web just being these props that are just going from. They were possessed it and now we're in they're not doing anything and i want to see more than just julia carpenter saying hey there gwen i know you're upset because because that's something that that's the trope that that is the generic surface level deal with gwen i want more when you ended up having peter earlier in the series go to gwen and say what should i do i know you're not my gwen but I need to know what Gwen might do. That was better. You don't have to remind us of that. We've already gone through that where you even had Gwen there say in a better way than this nonsense of you don't know what it's like for people to look at me and see, and also saying to Peter that, you know, everybody puts Gwen on the pedestal that she's the great, you know, Gwen uh, Stacy who ended up dying and she never did any wrong. It's not true. And, Gwen, me, any Gwent tougher than that, you know, we're not this, you know, damsel that needs to be saved. Up. that was really, really good. This is not this is just eh, and then let's go get out of here. <laughs> they, they jump through the portal. And then they end up in the graveyard there, you know, that would be something that you would expect they're going. And then you see the cliffhanger where Sinator's waiting. And I'm like, Really? Like, why couldn't we just have dealt with that? Like, why did they even go into this?
1: Unfortunately, I think you called it last time you said that, you know, this LR book probably is hindering the progression of the main series. And although it did seem at the time, like a really cool idea to deal with this kind of thing, it does very much just like it, it, it lost my interest at the at the point of, you know, de- like when Dr. Strange said, oh, Peter isn't here. That should have been like, OK, let's leave. Let's go find him. Like it, sh- it shouldn't be like, oh, maybe we can find this portal and keep going through. And it's like, no, you're 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 progressing this story in a non-efficient way and what you're saying and what i said the last
0: time is that you can't go too forward in the main book because you have to let this catch up with it mm-hmm. and and some of this is interesting enough but even this like you end up having or there he has his shotgun we're assuming that he has more loon's powers because he did end up getting him in that sort of deal um but in my mind here's the funny thing i'm like why Why did he need Morloon's powers Then to just go because he could You know all oh, these characters have some Sort of sins it just Is a weird deal because even by The time he's fighting Morloon You know Stan's kind of Wondering if he still has that power To do that stuff and he even mentions It like I don't know if I'm just a regular Man now and you kind of you know Push that to get to this end to see What is going on so it might Be like a cool cliffhanger in the way that He's there to, I don't know. I, I, You know, you figure that he's just going to go, but again, him there and having the whole order of the web, what is his plan to get all of them? But we'll see. I think it pulls out Morloon standing right next to
1: him or well, And that's going to be the interesting thing, because if the shotgun worked, because he questioned if it did, if the shotgun worked, then he has the powers of Morloon, which means he can sniff out these spiders. So that's why he's there in the first place. And that is interesting now. The thing that I'll point out is something that was a
0: weird art deal coming into this and the whole Sin Eater deal. Is a lot of times when he stole the power, somehow he took the motif of that. I mean, when he got Juggernaut's power, somehow his head grew to look like Juggernaut, even though Kane's head is not like that. That's a helmet. But that's what makes me wonder, like, okay, what are you playing with? Because before it really was a thing that he kind of personified the deal. Mm -hmm. Though, with the mask on, how do you really personify being being a vampire i mean he's a vampire with long hair so it might be one of those where he pulls off the deal i don't know we'll see and that's the weird thing about this i'm looking forward to seeing what happens the cliffhanger i enjoy but nothing in this issue is somebody who's going to be sitting around what what you would say me and you are at the comic shop we're hanging out right social distancing and i'm like you're across room hey clay i'm yelling to you because we're not allowed (laughs) near each other but I, i you know Hey, what what what'd you like about that last issue? I don't think anybody's going to say, oh, that demon kingpin. I, I think they're going to say, well, it's cool. Sin Eater ended up and possibly has the powers of Marlone. And then at the end, he's about to attack the order. That, that's it. That, yeah. That's all you would think about talking about it even. So a lot of the middle section, it just ended up being kind of a waste. And yeah, what did we learn? We learned that Gwen gets upset because she's not the Gwen of this earth we learn that you know Julia can see things a little ahead of time which should be where she gets a little senses here of of him waiting for them but you also just get Dr. Strange kicked ass and they didn't and and Miles is is sleepwalking through these he's not doing anything and so yeah and really what's Jessica Drew doing half the time I forget she's even in it and so it's just kind of a waste now. Though I still wow. am excited Actually, about this whole deal.
1: She she's not. If you look, she is flying with Doctor Strange in one panel. She lands, and then you don't see her again. You until, don't see her again until the end, until the very end. <laughs> I'm like, what is she doing? Wow. And so yeah, it's
0: weird. Like I'm telling you, you look at the end, you're like what what are they doing like silk kind of flies since silk kind of got done with the demon half you know the the mouth the opposite way she's done nothing I mean nothing is going on with them, and I need them to because that's half of this you know this deal. Uh, But I still like this whole idea. I just want to get more kindred. And I think that that's going to be the problem overall. After you have the gotcha and me and you are complete and utter idiots. (laughs) But that's what you want. You want that. Whether or not we're idiots or not. To go to a you know let 's tread some water issue it really it really gets that whole momentum, it, it really shuts it down a bit here, and that wasn 't what these l r issues at first. I was enjoying this side story, I was enjoying the cindyter stuff, and now it 's just like come on let 's just get back to kindred let 's see what 's going on. We still haven 't had Mary Jane and Norman go to see, supposedly, Harry, right? Supposedly, supposedly, we're morons. We're morons, but maybe we'll be right. I, <laughs> I'm i telling you, when we get the copies and, and we find out that we're somehow right, I will not stop gloating <laughs> for two years. I will never let go. Hey, remember but, yeah. that
1: time when we called the fact that Norman Osborn was kindred? Yeah. Yeah,
0: and I will use that as my ticket to come up with the craziest ideas <laughs> with every issue, and then I'll just point it out. I'm like, you know what? I think that... Actor Strange is the silver surfer. You're like, there's nothing about that in this. I'm like, I was right before. Hey, maybe he was a part right. of the so, defenders. Yeah. Let's go. It, it works yes. out. Yes, it, it works out in my mind. But yeah, by the end, I just, I just want to get back. And I I just and it's not even like I want to end the story. We don't have a lot of issues left. We have three issues left. I it's not I think that maybe I'm worried that because of these LR issues now, <laughs> we're not going to get enough of the regular deal by the end, because I want more from those as well. Uh, what would you give
1: this? This I would go, uh, you know, just because I do like the beginning, I, we like this Sin Eater stuff. Um, it's the unfortunate waste of 13 pages. I would give this a 6.5. That's what I'm going. Me and you're right on board. We're, we're out of the same cut here. Because yeah,
0: 6.5. I like the art enough. You know, there's nothing that really threw me off, except it did get confusing a bit in the whole dreamscape. But I think that was more of the way the script
1: is as well, where you're just going boom, 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 and and get out of there. To make this, if they want to make this more coherent, you need to remember who's in your book. Like completely forgetting Jessica Drew until the end is a little ridiculous. I, I didn't even realize that until you said something.
0: And, and and so when you're doing this, you have to make sure. And also, like even just remember having her on the panel. Is what, but have them do something memorable. Have them do like I need to go and oh man, that's so silk or that's so miles. But they're not doing anything. They're just kind of they're doing nothing. They were possessed and now they're just told by Doctor Strange Ron. And they run. So hopefully that changes up as we kind of converge into the final deal of these three issues where things should catch up. But I actually think for waiting so long for Kindred and things like that, I'm worried that things are going to get rushed now uh, to an end. But we'll see. We'll see. But thank you for joining
1: me clay again uh let everybody know where they can find you yeah you can find me at uh fanboy comics podcast the comic book legion podcast uh the batman news weekly podcast um gosh oh ranger alliance podcast uh and this week's Patreon. Yeah. So yeah, on uh, I made, it, made it for a second week. Uh, if yes. you uh, don't know where any of that is, if you go find my Twitter account at Fanboy Clay, I do have a link tree that has all of those links. And the link tree will be in the show notes as well here. So, yeah,
0: you can find Clay all over. And I suggest you go and listen to all of this podcast. But thank you, Clay. Thank you for joining me. We're going to go off to Buffalo now. It's a little cold up there We're going to go and uh, see what Brandon is up to Probably drunk, but we'll see We shall see, but thanks everybody Thanks Clay, and off to Brandon I got a line It was Sunday night wrote up my notes to get the feeling right, Brandon that messaged me He's drinking at his friends, but that was at quarter to three And that's about the time that jerk passed out on me He lives in Buffalo, I couldn't I see? I guess it's just me on the weekend show Way up there in Buffalo, it's just another Sunday night Brandon's drunk again, Brandon's drunk again Ah, yes, here we are, uh, and Brandon and I, I, don't know if he's drunk. It's not Sunday, but, you know, Ugh, that the middle of my work you. week
2: here. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I will have a couple with dinner, but I'm not going all out through a table or anything.
0: You're only buzzed. You're not exactly yeah. drunk, but we're here, yeah. me and you, to talk two books, and two books that I know, for a fact, you were a little down on. Even, even the one that we usually love, you're down on, but I believe that the second book, and we'll let people wait for that, Uh, Might be the last time we do talk about (laughs) the the book that we'll (laughs) end our little section with. Yeah, Yeah, it's not great. But we're going to start with a book that that we love and a book that I always tell people to read. Though I think that I have been kind of, you know, worried. I I keep saying once we get to the trial, and this is Daredevil, once we get to the trial, you know, I'm interested to see what comes out about it. But I usually don't like that sort of thing in books. I usually don't like, you know. The ins and outs of the trial deal. And we've seen Matt trying to make things right, thinking, well, he wants to go to jail. He needs to go to jail. He probably will go to jail. So he ended up calling Tony Stark. Hey, you got to buy up Hell's Kitchen from the Stromlins. He's going around. He even has Spidey, who was against him at one point. They go and scare all the Kingpin and all the other, you know, lieutenants that even if Daredevil's gone, They'll still have so and it's funny too Because obviously there would be It's not like just because Daredevil Goes to to jail like These bad guys can just do anything Just because they can say time out Spider-Man I'm a daredevil villain, right? It's one of those things that they will be <laughs> looked at, but at least he's showing no that, No crossing right? so, streams,
2: so to speak. Yeah, no,
0: right? no. You'll end up ripping the uh, fabric of reality if that happens. But w- with all this, there is one thing as we get into it There's that made me laugh. been worse
2: concepts to Marvel stories.
0: No, there have. Uh, one thing that makes me laugh, though, is me and you haven't really been enjoying the – uh, new Iron Man book, and this kind of is out of continuity with that, where Tony, in this book, still has all his money, all oh, his gadgets, yeah. yeah, Tony's but loaded. But he does not have that uh in his own book. But I like the Tony that's loaded; I really do. But we're gonna go into this. This is Daredevil yeah, number too. twenty-four. It's Truth or Dare part four, written by Chip Zdarsky, pencils by Mike Hawthorne, inks by J.P. Mayer. Colors by Matteo Iacano, which I don't recognize that name, really. And letters by V.C.'s Clayton Cowles. And it says here, Daredevil's making plans. With this trial for the murder of Leo Carrero on the horizon, Daredevil was making arrangements to protect Hell's Kitchen during his potential absence. This includes bringing Spider-Man to Crash Wilson Fisk, meeting of the families where Fisk appoints Izzy Libris as the new kingpin of New York City. That was a big deal. Uggy well, Nelson has gone behind Matt's back to recruit not only Kirsten McDuffie, the Daredevil's legal defense team but also Mike Murdoch, Matt's twin brother, posing as Matt himself, and so you end up having Mike here to pose as Matt that whole twist and from the annual uh is okay because Kirsten is wondering where's Matt always connected and and everybody. Kind of connects that.
2: He's going to jail as Daredevil if it does happen. So that it covers him that
0: way. Yeah, and so with that, they're always connected. It's kind of that. But the thing is, what Chip Zdarsky does in this issue for most of it is try to like tie up these loose ends within the story that I really don't need. I really don't. You know, the idea that kirsten she's gonna be wondering where matt is in this and then having mike come in but foggy tell mike that matt's in rehab because he doesn't know daredevil like all these things twisting around in here i know it it just gets convoluted in my mind and convoluted in a way
2: lying is to keep it simple
0: it's such a convoluted idea of like OK, Matt's supposed to be in rehab, but that's why they end up getting Mike. But Mike has to pretend to be Matt because Kirsten won't know where Matt is because. Of the
2: And, and, and you got to constantly make sure Mike's not being a piece of shit. Yeah, because you know what he I'm is. saying? Like, he is a piece of crap. known to do that. So
0: then you have <laughs> Matt saying, you know, don't hit on Kirsten like, and, oh, well, what about you? And I won't do it again. Again, like all these things going on in this. Here's the thing. It all does make sense. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. What I'm saying is you don't need to do all of this. We could just get on with it because there's a couple little things in here that are interesting enough. But even with Fisk, you know, Fisk in the shower there. He's humongous. I mean, huge. Yeah, and, and we see him working out at points. That, I've
2: always I've always wondered, like, what what, what kind of – is he super fat? Is he strong under there? Like, he's got a big belly. It's hard to figure out. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, like a power-lifting yeah, oh yeah. power yeah. sumo. You don't want to step to this He's dude.
0: humongous. And he ends up where Wesley yeah. – he's talking to Wesley while he's in the shower. Wesley isn't there. It's Typhoid Mary, full-out Typhoid Mary as well. And I do like the one little aside where you do see that, you know – Fisk counts on Wesley for a lot, but he also seems to care for him at least a little. You know what I mean? Where he says, if you touched a hair on his head, I will kill you. But she's like, oh, no, no. Yeah, I, number
2: know. two to Vanessa in his world yeah, is yeah. Wesley. Definitely. Yeah, Wesley.
0: And and she, yeah, Typhoid Mary even knock out one of the guards. And, you know, saying you're going to need a bodyguard to go because Fisk is going to go to this trial. He wants to see. And he even says – even if Daredevil gets off, even if he doesn't go to jail, at least this will be a spectacle that will show that these people can't just, you know, heroes and things, can't just go yeah, and do I'm whatever they them. want. They yeah. can't just do He's what they want. He's been onto this
2: since the beginning of the Spider-Man series, too. Like, this is this long run. So you thing.
0: have all this. But in the meantime, Matt, and that's the other thing. But Matt, who really is Matt, then goes, and you even get a little confused there at points of like, okay, is this Matt? Is this Mike? But he goes to see an old buddy who's part of the you know prosecution deal and works up a deal, saying, hey, you know, you know me and Daredevil, Clef, we're yeah. we're we're cool with each other and whatnot. But how about we get a plea bargain? And they do work out a plea to lessen the charge to man involuntary manslaughter he will still serve time but not as much because at this much much less yeah Yeah, and so what this is all about though is
2: intent versus not intent is basically you know the difference between those two if i'm not mistaken
0: he's a smart guy he's doing this deal because he is kind of you know, afraid that maybe things might go wrong. It's it's funny too. It's like he doesn't trust Foggy or Kirsten. But- I don't
2: know. I don't know if yeah. I was gonna say he doesn't entirely. I wouldn't say it's foggy, but I think he he doesn't trust the system him, when he's not able to work it firsthand. You know what I'm saying? I think that's kind of his hang up here. If you had to psych, give a psych eval to uh, to Daredevil here. But that's kind of my head. He trusts his buddy. He doesn't trust Fisk not being up to something in the background. Yeah, and
0: all that stuff going on. So you end up even having him then confront Mike. Like everything gets a little twisted and turned around with him. But the idea of this deal, the idea of if he knows that things are good, that because Tony, you know, going like we said, Tony buying up the Hell's Kitchen property to give to the people, if that works out. If everything's going according to plan, he doesn't mind serving some time. He thinks he deserves it. But if things go wrong, then he's gotta fight it. And and again, he's gonna have to fight it then because he thinks in his mind he can't let these people in Hell's kitchen down. And that's kind of what we go with because Tony he, he couldn't do it. He ended up at one point very confident. Listen, the Strom wins, they they are there for the money. Yeah, and like it is, he had unlimited supply here. And it's funny the way Tony plays it up. Is basically, I think it was too more like it,
2: it, it's like Tony ran into the PS5 problem. He's refreshing his web page and it's going out on him. He—they he, stopped him from bidding more than he didn't have the money to bid.
0: There was an attack, yeah. uh, you know, a cyber attack on him, and it, it, so that—that that makes sense. I did like the idea when Tony is first talking to Matt about this. And talking about the idea where, hey, do you think you can win, you know, this bid? And Tony's like, listen, the Strom wins, they'll bail because they don't want to lose money. But you're kind of taking advantage of me because, yeah, I lose my – that's all Tony does <laughs> is lose money. And he says, I, I went to my board and they're, they're allowing it's me. He's the Batman of yeah, this Yeah, and he's like, they're sure. allowing me to go way over the top. We'll figure this out. We'll do it. But they lose. And I'll tell you, Matt is a jerk. Because he's talking, Tony has literally put billions on the line here, and because it doesn't happen, (laughs) boom, lose my number, he hangs up on him, he just, boom, hangs up, I'm like... You jerk.
2: No, it's again, it's like, it, it's Tony's clicking the add to cart. It's not moving to cart for him, for him to complete this purchase. And then Daredevil's all mad at him for it. It's like, hey, he tried.
0: Yeah, he said, we don't know what happens. We could have won this. Yeah, he's like, we could have won this. But we had a, <laughs> our, our servers went down and we desperate. and then they won. And he's like, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, Tony, Daredevil, are you there? Click. He hangs up. I'm like, you jerk off. But yeah, so now... He's like, and this is this is the twist. This is the turns in this the idea of, okay, now I can't go to prison now. I can't do it because now I have to be out there. And so he does end up, you know, deciding, hey, and he says to Kirsten on the way. And I'm telling you right now, I don't mind the art in this issue. I hate the look of Daredevil in a suit. I can't stand it. It drives me nuts. Uh, and he gets in the car with Kirsten as they go. And he's like, listen, I made a deal, but, you know, or Matt did. But I, I'm not going to take it. We have to fight it. And so they get to the circus of this trial. And it is. It's, it's a circus. This is kind of the idea of what Fisk wants anyway. No matter how it turns out, yeah, yeah. he's happy because people Are on the streets with signs Put the devil where he belongs No more mess Like this is his deal And so when he goes in You do get it And I I wish that this was less of the convoluted In and out of, you know, the people involved Because you even have, like You have Luke Cage, Jessica Jones It looks like Cap Like they're worried Because this could set precedent for a lot of things Like what Matt's doing it, he wants to do it for himself because he feels bad. But he's kind of it, it's we had it with even Electra and stuff because she
2: opens Pandora's
0: box for all the rest of the superheroes. The Electra even call him out on it before saying y- you hide selfish. You know, you hide being selfish behind this idea of being unselfish. But you could screw all of us like the next step in this is the idea that they can be arrested and then identity gone. Uh, so oh, yeah. it is, and then tough. we got
2: Civil War three all over again, and it's nobody
0: wants that. Please no, but you end up where <laughs> fist comes in with Typhoid Mary, and she comes and sits down, and, and and stuff like that. So you end up where okay, who is doing what? What's going on? Well, we know that Electra has a ton of money. She stole it with. With Daredevil Matt and her got money And she said you know she It was one of those things throughout this was the One for you two for me Every time she ended up doing stuff She kept some of the money Now there is a bit here Because Electra ends up talking To him with a whisper That only he can hear The weird part of it is luckily there's These glasses because at first I actually Thought it was Typhoid Mary talking to him I actually got confused at first like Is that Typhoid <laughs> No no it's like so Electra ends up, you know, being the one who bought Hell's Kitchen. This allows Matt to relax again. It's this back and forth here, but I do like that because she has kind of looked like a real jerk up until now. But it was, you know, to character. She ended up oh, where she had okay. her points
2: too at the same time. Yeah, just yeah. Remember, remember
0: she stole the Stromwinds' money with Matt, and then just kept almost all yeah. of it and and funneled it. So she was able to do it. And I do like the idea that not only did she buy it out like that, but she had to make sure Screwed that Tony, Tony couldn't over. buy it, so that I think that it's one of those she saved Tony. Really, I mean, he doesn't lose the money now. But the idea I like that she had fought with Daredevil then shows that she definitely has his back, at least for this, and realizes this is something that needed to be done, which then allows... Daredevil to change. He flip flops again where, okay, we're not going to take the deal. Now he's (laughs) going to take it. Now he's going (laughs) to take it. He ends up where this is like one of the things where, uh, you know, luckily Foggy is his best friend. Kirsten, you know, they have that checkered past, but at least they, but the idea that he's jumping back must drive them insane because first off, hey, there's this plea deal. Foggy's like, what? What deal? I don't know. Don't worry We're not going to take it. You know it. they're not
2: getting paid For this either so the win was All they had you know. <laughs> and I just
0: Love the idea. It's like Foggy's like what Deal? Don't worry they're not going to ta- I am going to take it. Oh no <laughs> He's like what? And yeah It looks like you know he's pleading Guilty. He's pleading guilty to second Degree manslaughter and that's That. He's going to jail so We'll see you know the time and what not And how that works out um, But uh, you know, by the end, him going to okay, you get through the trial quick. You get that little twist with Electro and stuff like that. But overall, it, it seemed like this was just kind of a, a setup issue. That kind of it kind of felt padded at the one point with the idea of the deal, and then we get the you know the cool stuff with Tony and whatnot. But because of that, and. The art's good enough. It's not the greatest, and there's not a lot of action in this to really be great. It's
2: good, but it doesn't. To me, it doesn't match the. I don't. I don't want to say tone. I don't think that's the right word. But like uh, the feel, I guess, is the more right way to put it of the series.
0: Yeah, and it's okay.
2: I I don't don't know. I liked it enough. It's just you know you get spoiled by so many good Daredevil issues that you come in and you kind of blindly expect them all to be that way. And that this is more of a culprit of that. I feel like them. Necessarily being a bad issue. Like, it all makes sense. It, it looks good enough. And I don't know. That's right. I'd probably say seven. I'm seven, at a three. seven.
0: Seven out of ten. Hopefully, yeah. it picks up when yeah. they go to uh, jail. I'm, I'm we'll down say, to, I
2: was going to say 773. I'm going to go flat 7.
0: Yeah, it's still my one of my favorite books, if not my favorite book that comes out. It's just that sometimes it's a little down. This one, I thought, was a little bit down. It's but- a
2: trap what, what these long-form stories fall into, too, sometimes. It's like you just hit an arc. You're like, eh, I'm not feeling this arc. But I, I kind of really got to read it if I'm sticking with this story, which I really enjoy at the same time. So.
0: Now we're gonna go to the next book that is Werewolf by Night, and and this is tough. It's a tough (laughs) read, it really is. And I wanted to like this, I really did. I I actually, the more I was reading this, I was watching some uh, some old uh, uh, Black Eyed Peas videos, and I actually like Taboo. I think he's a cool dude. He just hangs there, and you know, so I'm like, all right, so we go into this first issue. Didn't really love, (laughs) didn't like much at all. No, then we it get, wasn't good at we all. We get really. into this one, and it's just, you can tell that Taboo and Benjamin Earl writing it, they really don't have a great grasp of their plotting of the story it seems and how to we don't even really get real
2: dialogue in this issue until almost halfway through it and if i don't know why it still took me forever to read but yeah it really did. i
0: did with well because <laughs> in my mind too you end up jumping all over the place you don't even know really what happened at points until somebody then explains and got it a great grasp and then you of don't yeah i i, I didn't characters. know what was going on the characters can't say yeah. why the i going to get canceled if I elaborate on yes, that. Yes, right. well, Werewolf by Night, number two. It's written by Taboo and Benjamin Earl. art by Scott Eaton, inks by Scott Hanna, colors by Miroslav Merva, letters by VCs Joe Sabino. Jake Gomez is a normal teenager, mostly lives with his grandma on a Hopi reservation and works a menial summer job at Life Pharmaceuticals. And I'm telling you, you get more of that whole thing right there in the book. It's hard yeah, to really fathom what is get. going on. He has a best friend named Molly with whom he shares everything, including his dark family secret at night. Jake can turn into a werewolf. Molly helps him control the transformation with music and encourage him to use his abilities to protect the reservation. Did you get that
2: from last issue or did I just block this whole story from my, my I mind? I think
0: that the problem was the first issue was really not that standout Like that I thought anything really yeah. was well played out. I went into this not realizing that was a thing, though it may have been. Me either. I, I'm that was thinking that it would have been mentioned, maybe. But even last issue, remember yeah. a, a, for a not big part of not to the extent
2: it, it was hammered home here, though. For Definitely a big part not. of that
0: issue, we were walking through Walmart. Getting serious. I lately That's teens right. have been going That's missing right. from the res, a case that caught the attention of US Marshals, Red Wolf, and JJ. But it was Jake in wolf form who intercepted the delivery truck transporting the missing teens to life pharmaceuticals. Before he could rescue them, he was attacked by three monster human hybrids, and I forgot all about all that. But I remembered that then. But even with that, I with, remember the
2: monster hybrids because that was the cliffhanger. That was, that was about all I remembered. I remember really
0: with that. that, there also was the thing with the life pharmaceuticals with JJ. You just had some weird stuff, you know. Red Wolf and JJ pulled into town. We barely could tell the difference between them. And these paramilitary <laughs> guys that were just there shooting rabbits. Then we Uh-oh. had like like Careful. pharmaceutical Careful. stuff, right? We had all this stuff going on and it just no characters spelled out. And one of the things that drives me nuts sometimes in books is when people keep yelling the names of the people. The, uh, there's a need for it sometimes because yeah. they haven't developed these characters. And so you end up with these hybrids. Uh, you know and Jake attacking this big fight Molly is trying to calm him down uh at by playing system of the down you end up with weird concepts here you end up with a couple musical you know kind of references that aren't really topical now i guess but also wrestling references that are way over i mean the idea and I, it made me smile that you've mentioned rowdy rowdy piper and ultimate warrior but i don't know that the kids down at the malt shop are even going to know what those that, that is because they're so old and so yeah I, I, the thing is i i don't mind when writers kind of give you the idea of what they're into but it's got to match the age and the concept of the characters as well and it, it, it just some of the things just seem just thrown out there. Well,
2: that's a, I said to you before we got started tonight, I'm like, a, you would mention the wrestling references kind of throughout. I'm like, yeah, they're they're a little early for this supposed teenager who's like his his wrestling icon should be like John Cena and Randy Orton, not, not Roddy Piper and uh, Ultimate Warrior like you referenced. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so it, it's crazy. He's off.
2: He's, off. He's early.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and so you have these, you know, the hybrids fighting. See, so end up having Jake as the werewolf fighting a hybrid. These are
2: taboo's idols.
0: Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's you almost get the idea of like he just wanted to insert those. I I'll give him credit that the music that was played for Jake wasn't Black Eyed Peas. That might be a little bit over the top, like really. But then again, <laughs> I don't know. It might have made me laugh, right? And I, if, it's If coming. you're, if it's you're going to you know do it, if you're gonna do it. Have it go and have Molly even mention. You know, everybody talks Will I Am and Fergie, but I'm a taboo fan. That would be funny, uh, you know. But with that, you, you go <laughs> on, and and here's what gets me: here, you're having a fight, hybrids versus Jake. You end, unleash the werewolf form. You end up having all of this, you know, storm. You have all this going on, and it seems as if all of a sudden there is a flood, a flash flood that ends up sweeping them all up, correct? Is that what you get from that? What the hell yeah. happened to the Vanna kids? Because they were right there with them. There was a Vanna kids, and I don't really see. Oh, These monsters
2: took off and drove it? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Or somebody know. was
2: watching them fight. I, uh,
0: because you end up where I, I think either. everybody's dead. You have Molly there with her motorcycle, <laughs> and then she goes up, And I, I really was left confused. Of what went well, this, this on. This because- is like
2: a three-on-one fight, except it's not. It's mostly just the two werewolves going at each other, and and Jake, for the mo- most part, spells out he got the worst of it. Than us really seeing that happen, at least clearly to me on the page. So and and one even know. looks and like a hyena,
0: the and then you have these others. You got insect yeah. guy, a giant and a, ant monster. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's yeah. crazy. And yeah, the the lady. And then the girl who
2: just looks normal. She she looks like she signed up for the
0: wrong club. Normal, <laughs> except she's got bird feet and, and weird stuff. I mean, there, yeah. there, nobody's no But again, it looks like there's a flash flood. That I, I don't know. And so you end up where she's then talking at the Hopi Reservation Municipal Center that they're talking to the deal. Jake's missing. Please go help him. And, and then out of nowhere, just there. And I don't even get they the whole concept. Him. Yeah. Well, they're like, well, well, we'll go and get him. But you also have Red Wolf and JJ there out of nowhere. Just like, OK, we'll go find him as well. But also the life pharmaceutical paramilitary guys, they seem to be on the search for the werewolf. And then you go to a flashback, which usually I'm down with the flashback of, well, this is how I got my powers. This is how I found out that it ran through my family. We find out that his dad's a piece of crap who likes beating up people from a gang. His mom died again. And you end up having it's one of those things. The werewolf runs in our blood throughout our history of our family. Uh, the art's okay, but then you just go back yeah. to.
2: There, it has its moments.
0: Th- you just go back then to JJ and Red Wolf, and then th- th- everybody after Shake <laughs> and Molly's tra- and then you go off the life for nothing stays at a spot where I can get a grip on any of the characters or even understand really their M.O.s or what's going on, except everybody wants to find Jake, who at this point yeah. has, uh, you know, climbed out of the water and just wants to get home. But it's getting dark now because he slept almost just through just the day. He's trying
2: to get his sweet ponytail dry. And that's really. All.
0: And he's like, listen, I should have gotten rid of this tail here that that's another thing that's out of you know the deal like my wrestling references but i need to get home before it gets dark again because i'm going to turn into the werewolf and i don't have my earbuds oh no here's a uh, you know, a helicopter coming that a they're Jeep. after me from yeah, the light pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Everything is just twisted and turned in.
2: Uh, he just knows things. He he jumps to these conclusions that are spot on throughout the entire issue in this He's narration. He's got a
0: six pack. He's in good shape. It's probably from jumping to so many conclusions. Well, that's his exercise. <laughs> but even then, you, you end up having this light like pharmaceuticals. It seems they are now. They think they're in Vietnam. They're going around in a helicopter with freaking tons of guns and machines. Yeah. So you have just that. He's like, "Oh get no, the yeah, oh no, uh, I need to get away from these people." And at, at a point, you end up seeing, you know, people jump. But it, it's it's JJ and and Red Wolf. He's going. He runs into a cave, turns into the werewolf. Now they're gonna have to shoot him down. The end. To be continued, I'm like, "I, I don't know what happened in this issue except for Jake was fighting, he got swept up in a flood, he came out of the flood, then got attacked again, and turned to the werewolf, there you go. It just, I need more story I need more of the characters I need, like, you end up having at least That first issue, Molly and Jake You had that little connection, even at one point he's just Looking around, I think I might like that Molly, I'm like, really? Like This is the the stuff we're getting A lot of it was the inner narration Of Jake, We, we see a little Origin deal, but I think I'm Done with this, I usually give Books, you know, three issues But i you know this this isn't gonna last that long anyway so i think that we gave it a good effort with two but yeah it's not anything that i enjoyed reading i, I had problems reading i it took me a while to get through this and it's just not not that good i thought it was just going to be some fun and it's not so yeah i, think I did I'm too done.
2: like the, kind of some of the black Widow Midi series we've we've Sat back and enjoyed just because they were you know simple fun and straightforward. Yeah, or and even like the recent Taskmaster, but, and...
0: which we had on the uh, yeah. I think we had that on the Patreon, and we enjoyed that. It's better than
2: this, I'll tell you that you you can't say it's not better than this.
0: The plot, the pacing, the plotting, character work—it's all off, and the art isn't great. So there's yeah, not all, really a none lot of, it catches of me. yeah. There's not really a lot of uh, reasons why I need to uh, read this anymore, but. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe, maybe somebody can convince us. But overall, I'm giving it a four out of ten. What would you give it?
2: Yeah, I'm going to give it a four or five because I liked what I think. Whenever they hit a splash page, except for the double cider, you know, with all the wolf stuff on it, it looked very, you know, pretty good to me. So maybe that's where. I'm giving some sympathy points out tonight and feeling that in a got good you a little, All right. Second well, there you go. You, you know, so when yeah. you're,
0: you're trying to convince people <laughs> that you're not a piece of crap, it's not going to convince Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. you did say you, anything you can too wrong today. I, you can pretend that right? small
2: allusions to it, but you gotta
0: look. You gotta look hard. When you don't say something bad, you can't point out that you're not saying it because then they know you were going to. Brandon, <laughs> that is my tip. You were giving us little tips on lying and stuff earlier. I'll give you a little tips on yeah. trying to make yourself look a little better. But
2: uh, I've been productive this. Way. I cleaned the turkey fryer for Thursday. Nice. I'm trying to be a better person. You know. We, there we, we go. So. We got
0: our turkey today. My um, side. Zach went and got the turkey it was 130 bucks I think it's From a turkey farm what, what, what do you buy Cooked this no this thing was from A turkey farm oh, this thing I Jesus. think it was I think it was killed this morning uh and also, I was gonna say what the? i think it's like 37 pounds it's huge it's it's way too big oh, he, co- uh, yeah that's... he even saw it he he didn't who are you realize that in <laughs> who knows, who knows? <laughs> we don't know we we were gonna he was gonna cook it at his work but now we get, we're, we're figuring this out we were discussing it right before but the thing is uh he didn't realize it was gonna be that big and it it, it freaked him out but That's that, and then he also got the giblets. He keeps telling me this. I said, "I don't want to be near the giblets. Get out of here!" But yeah, yeah, so no, that's nonsense. But uh, yeah, we're going to be having that big turkey. But that's um, our books this week. We didn't like uh, them as much. Remember, we we kind of ended up having that one real positive podcast. (laughs) Since then, they've been down a bit, but hopefully next week that picks up, and maybe. We'll end with a good book because I'm gonna go off now and I'm gonna do uh Maestro uh next. I think it's Maestro number three or four I, I will see when I get to that but hopefully Maestro, I, yeah. yeah hopefully I'll like that. But we will see. But that's that. Thanks, Brandon. It's gotta be joining the Wolf. Werewolf yeah, by midnight or whatever. Yeah. His yeah. yeah. Is. So, <laughs> yes, we're going to go up now and I will end the podcast with that. And we'll end with Maestro number four, four of five. This is the penultimate issue written by Peter David, art by Herman Peralta, colors by Jesus Urbatov, letters by VC's Ariana Mayer. And Maestro has been okay. It's not anything that's going to blow your mind. There aren't really any huge, huge revelations. We're just showing what led to the Hulk being Maestro. And what really got in his way is Hercules, who is Maestro at this point, running the last city of Dystopia, where Hulk ends up wanting to rule everyone. He thinks that the only way to get Earth back is to basically rule, put everybody under his thumb. And... He goes to dystopia, and this is in the past issues, he goes to dystopia after finding an old Alchemax lab, making the dogs of war, pretty much saying, hey, everybody, you know, join with me. We'll take back the Earth. We'll do all this. You know, he's got his own ulterior motives and whatnot, but they refuse. They're like, eh, we we don't need that. We're, We're happy here in dystopia under the rule of Hercules. And so this issue is pretty much then... You know, the continuation of Hulk, okay, well, if you're not going to join me, we're going to attack you, everybody, and Hercules jumping in to fight Hulk. And a lot of this issue is just one big fight. One big fight between Hercules and Hulk. It's okay, I mean, it's got some action going on. You end up having one page that I really did like where Hercules just grabs Hulk by the leg and it's just boom, 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 each side. And then says puny banner, kind of echoing Hulk's line from the Avengers movie. Um, But Hulk gives up. Hulk ends up finally giving up. And Hercules is not there to fight him to be mean or mad or hate him. He just wants to, you know, put Hulk in his place so they can go and party. He says, you know, come on, get up. Let's go get the ladies. Let's go get some some drink, some food. We'll have a good time. And Hulk's like, no, 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 not right now. Let me go off a little. I'll return when I can properly, you know, party hardy with you. You know this is not going to go well. We know what ends up. So he's not going off. And Hercules Kind of a dimwit for letting this happen But he's like, okay Hulk goes off And then a while later And things go really quick And you even have where Rick Jones In his fancy flying wheelchair Discussing what this Hulk is all about And I would have liked a little more in-depth look at You know, the characters himself Rick Jones, all this stuff going on But basically Rick just says I know Hulk, and Hulk has a lot of different personalities. We all know this, but he says the one that's here, the one that has arrived here in this post-apocalyptic, this is not the Bruce Banner Hulk that will help people, that has everybody else's things first. This is the pretty much personification of the Hulk's father. This is an abusive Hulk. This is a Hulk that wants to just dominate and rule This isn't going to go well. Well, Hulk does end up showing back up. He's healed up. He shows back up to talk to Hercules. He's brought a female companion as they go in. And Hercules is like, oh, my God. And, you know, Hercules is all horned up. And this is what Hulk is counting on. He takes this woman, Anne Darnell, off to, you know, do what he's going to do. And she ends up, you know, taking off this cloak she has on it. If you are a... DC Finch looks a lot like Enchantress, you know, takes the thing off and says, oh, by the way, I go by other names, not just Anne. And he's like, Hercules, oh, really? Like, is it Mistress of Pain or Madam Merciless? I'm like, where are you getting these names, Hercules? But she's like, no, no, actually, it's Vapor. Uh, You remember the UFOs? Yeah, Aim kind of kept me out of the game, but I'm back and I'm going to turn into a arsenic gas, enter your body and kill you. That's what I'm going to do. Isn't that fun? And she ends up doing this. Well, in the meantime, as this is happening, Hulk actually goes out and says, Oh, I left something in my car outside. Let me go get it. As this, uh, he goes. And so after Vapor does this and kills Hercules. You know, Hulk doesn't need now To think maybe Vapor will do Something on her own or maybe you know Do something they have a deal whatever And he comes in and pretty much freeze Guns her and then smashes Her into bits and he says you know It's amazing what you can find at Alchemex like like this freeze gun Boom gets her smashes it And then pretty much goes right into The change of power Deal says to all the guards What's going on what's going on They're like listen I'm in charge now. Get all these pieces scattered of this vapor now that she's crystallized ice, whatever, and go bury them all separately around. Don't let them reform. You know, we're going to do this. And by the way, that's just the way it's going to happen here. Hercules is dead. Long live. Hulk even says when he goes over to Hercules' body kind of sorry about this, Hercules. You know, Herc, I'm sorry. You left me no choice because nobody beats Hulk. Nobody beats Hulk, so I had to do this. And then he just says, get the body out of here. Get out of here. And he's ready to go, and it's going to be concluded, though there is going to be another series coming out in 2021. Uh, all in all, the art, Herman, uh, Herman Peralta's art is pretty good, um, but there's not really a ton. It's like one of those things where it, it feels like, This is a summary of another story. Like, somewhere there's a real long story, and this is the Cliff Notes version. Or, like, when I was a kid, I used to like reading those, you know, kid versions of classics. Like, you're like Treasure Island, but it's like 30 pages, and you think you're smart reading them. But you get the gist of it. You get the... in this it just it feels like just some bits are missing like there's more pages that they just ah eh, we can't do those we can't to make it maybe this five issues or it was just like that because you are leading to something that's already set the whole maestro thing but with that you can still give us a little more you know where's the beef type of feel is what i get at the end So with that, I'm still going to give it a 6.5, and it's a positive 6.5. This is nothing that gets me angry. It's just such a quick read, and it just seems like a surface-level version of a longer story. So I'm going to go with that. But I think that if you enjoy Hulk and just have some extra bucks around and just want to go. But it's also something, and I'll say this every time. You wait a couple months, and you'll be able to read it on the Marvel Unlimited And it's like one of the – it seems like it's set for that. Like that is a good Marvel Unlimited read here. Very quick, go through the whole thing in one shot. But that's that. That is at the end of the podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed the whole deal here as we went through a bunch of books. And if you want more, obviously, you can go over to the Patreon, patreon patreon.com slash Weird Science, where me and Clay Talked Power Pack this week On the Patreon-only podcast And then myself doing Shang-Chi number three As well Also, remember that you can go over to Twitter WS Marvel Comics, Follow us, we'll follow you back And we also have a website WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com Where we review a bunch of the books Each and every week Also previews and news and things like that But check out all those things And... I will talk to you later.